And we are back with another Black Widow Cream podcast. New episode every single Wednesday and Sunday. I'm your host, Ben Haggerty, a.k.a. Ben Realverse World, here with David Malave. And uh, today, we are going to be talking about why you should wear show blacks. Let's get in the intro. Welcome to the morning roast, a place where you will get the most info from a deep dive into the topics that really need life with your host Ben and Dave coming to you live today. Grab your cup of joe and take some fucking notes. You bitch. Why you should wear show blacks, David? Yes. Uh, controversial topic today in the Black Window Cream community. Yeah, it, it was popping off in there. It was. Gave um, some great morning entertainment. Shout out to Rachel Johnston for creating a, a very obvious statement, and then shout out to everyone else for deciding to go against it, sort of. Um, we wanted to talk, to, to talk about this because uh, a lot of people... I, I, so basically what Rachel had said was, PSA, as a video creator that tour manages and often works um, in the capacity of a video content director at festivals, can I just say that if you want to be on stage, you have to wear blacks. Um, she goes on to say that basically, uh, if you're like a videographer, a photographer, and you're wearing bright colored shirts, white shorts, uh, with your head outlined by an LED screen standing up by the talent, usually the DJ in this situation, you are not the focus. And let me tell you that everyone is talking about you backstage. The person that sticks out like a sore thumb ruins the aesthetic of some someone's show. Um, and it stops you from getting hired. She goes on and on, but uh, it's this is a true statement. It's hands down fucking facts. Uh, some people disagreed, which I thought was interesting. Some Someone said um, something about how we, the videographers or photographers are also artists um, too. So this is like a new generation where the old heads are mad about some new generation shit. Uh, and I wanted to talk about this because I once also, it's not that I thought like that, but I remember the time where I learned what show blacks were. I was touring with Q and I had done shows before and I, I think naturally I just always wear black. And there may there was this one day like after, you know, most of my clothes are black and maybe one day I had like a red t-shirt on or something like that. And uh, the production manager on our tour, he like came up and kind of got mad at me He's like, yo, you got to wear show. I remember actually he didn't get mad at me the first time. He's like, you got to wear show blacks. And he told me that. And I was like, I couldn't really hear him because it was fucking loud. And I was just like, <laughs> right on. <laughs> and then the next day I happened to have, it was like back to back. Like maybe I just loved the red hoodie or red shirt I was wearing or whatever it was. I just had like something bright on again. And he like got my face about it. And he like scolded me. He's like, dude, you have to fucking wear show blacks. You're part of the production. I'm like, part of the production. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm shooting the videos. I didn't know. I was like, I'm not running sound or something. What do you mean? Like what are you talking? I didn't get it. Right. And, uh, and then eventually I was talking, you know, I talked to my tour manager and I was like, yo, this is crazy. He's got my face about this shit. Like what was going on? And we all had a discussion and we figured out like, I, I learned quickly what it meant. It's like, yo, you, you stick out. You're very obvious. Like you're already on stage. You're already shooting a show. Right. Um, but you're running around and you're wearing something bright and the artist is also wearing something bright. So naturally there's only a couple things that are on stage. They're, they're going to see you or they're going to be distracted by you. That's the more, the more obvious problem is that you're a distraction to the show, especially when artists go above and beyond to put on a show more so than just like, you know, cute cues is way more relaxed because he's just standing there rapping and bouncing around. There's no videos that are really playing behind him. It's like very much just, I'm going to rap to you and you're going to watch the show. Um, so I'd be moving around getting all the shots and I started understanding what it was. And then after I was told that I started noticing it, you know what I mean? Like it was one thing when you watch like a, 
this usually happens in rap most most commonly um but it's one thing when you're watching like a rap show and the per- person's performing you're kind of like within a, a videographer's there but then all of a sudden 10 homies pull up on stage and they're all bounced around they're all wearing the coolest clothes that they could ever buy and they're just the homies and they're bound mm-hmm. it's just so annoying to watch those shows right right the watching a photographer a videographer just post it up is just as fucking bad <laughs> like that's just as bad as like seeing all the homies up there having nothing to do with the show you know what i mean unless right. it's like a famous you know unless it's like you're watching chance and kanye just comes up and he's just watching with his kids and shit and like they're you like enjoy that because it makes sense he's part of the character plot of the whole shit but the homies that aren't that you know what i mean not that right that don't really have like a tie you just get so annoyed so I don't know. I, re- I really felt like we should talk about this because I understand people's frustration with people saying that you should wear show blacks because they feel like they're like in a God position of being able to shoot shows and they want to be idolized just as much. Yeah. I feel like, um, it's funny because I feel like Instagram is fault for this almost in the sense of like, uh, the, the like the and recently like in obviously in the past couple of years like the videographers and the photographers of the artists have gained their own like kind of fame or whatever and not even like people who follow them and think they're cool and even go to the shows looking for them right and so they feel like oh i'm i'm kind of like the celebrity too and you're like riding in the entourage if you're riding in the pjs or you're you're pulling up the artist late and you have all the same type of perks maybe right you almost feel like, oh, I'm kind of cool too. And you almost, people, I feel like artists, they want to be seen and that's like the wrong way to go about it because it's like, okay, cool. You may have followers and people may think you're tight or whatever, but it's still, the show's still not about us. Mm-hmm. Like we're capturing it, but it's not about us. Right. Like you might be able to get clout or you might feel cool because you're the one exclusive position to like create the content, but it's not about us. And so that's what this is all about. It's solely about, it's not about, oh, you're, you're this and you're back here, but you are though, because right. you're not, you're not this person. You didn't create this music. You didn't like, you're not the, they didn't buy a ticket to see you. Right. So it's like, you're j- literally your job is to be a ninja get and The idea is supposed to be, you got these photos and people are like, yo, how did you get that? Right. You know what I mean? They yeah. didn't even see you. Right. Like that's when you're doing your job correctly. You it, know, it should be like a momentarily like thing, like hop out, get your shot. You can, it's okay to be in the way. Like if you if you get out and you're like in the iMag or in the big screen LED screens that play for everyone in the crowd when the shows are so big, it's okay to be in that because you're there for a specific reason, but it's not tight to just be there the whole time. You know what I mean? Like that's definitely not tight, especially like there was one time on, on B&J's tour, I think we probably talked on here before and it's like the funniest shit ever because we saw the videos online. Yeah. I always wore show blacks. Like that was like our rule. Like they made it a rule even though we knew that that was like common sense, which I don't know if you did because you were new to this, like you were new to touring. I didn't know that. You did know yeah. show blacks, all right. So it's like coming on, you're supposed to do it. And there was one day where we went from like the hotel or maybe the bus wasn't at the venue or something. I don't remember what it was, but I didn't, I didn't pack the show blacks that I put on my hotel bed to like bring to the show. I left them. And I think I was wearing like white shorts. No, you're just wearing black shorts. Black shorts. You have white ass legs. White ass legs. <laughs> white ass legs. It's short sleeve. But my, I think my short sleeve was also like tour merch, but it was a bright shirt or something. No, it was, I think it was also black, but it was just like your legs were just, and you, and, you and my just, arms, you decided to, you did a shot where like you walked behind and you were getting their hands yeah. as they walk out for the first shot. And One so of my it was favorite just, shots. It was just like literally smack dab Ben's legs and Ben right in the iMag and our st- the, the tour screens are so massive. They're literally so, 
it was literally just uh, and it's the first shot you ever see in the show of b and j right so you see b and j and me slowly coming up behind them because my goal was just to like start really far they're walking out to the crowd and i'm walking up from behind them and i just wanted to get close to them holding hands and that was gonna be my final shot so i had to get really close so i get even closer to the fucking video and i'm literally the fucking shot you know what i mean like yeah that sucks for everyone that was there because i was in the way but it would have been a little bit better if I was wearing all black, so I'm more ninja'd out, you know what I mean? Because the whole idea is you wanna be hidden, like Dave said, like if people can go and watch and and not walk away and be like, man, that fucking person was, we just watched a show the other night. Oh my God, Where I we forgot at? about this. We were in Life, or Life is Beautiful. Life is Beautiful. For, uh, who was it, was it Ray Strummer? Yeah, Ray Strummer comes out and these guys come with the gang. <laughs> they, no, no, it wasn't even, it was they just. They had three. They had a photographer. They had two Ronin operators. I don't even know if that was their people, though. That's what I'm interested Bro, to know. They I'm were, interested to know. They had to people. have been because, because the festival would have shut that shit the fuck facts, down. The facts. festival would have never hired those motherfuckers. Right. Because these dudes were literally running around. No, it was, it was a girl. No, there was a girl. The and girl then, was a photographer. And, and then, then there was two a dude with the Ronin dude. There was two yeah. Ronin dudes. Because right. one guy had like, they were both just like bumping into each other, shooting over each other. And then the girl was like the the homie and she's posted up with a big red hoodie on and she's got her iPhone running the whole time. She's got her, the iPhone and the camera and her, and her DSLR and she's just like standing there in front of the DJ booth right behind Ray Shrimmer the whole time. So every shot of Ray Shrimmer, she was in. So for any other photographer, probably like should they, I can imagine being in the pit and having to like continuously try to find an angle where she's not in the background. Right. Like, because yeah, not only are you cock blocking everyone's view for this concert, but you're also fucking it up for the other photographers who's, who's working, like actually probably getting paid by the festival or whatever it may be. Right. And I know that you're priority, right? Like if you're with the artist, you're, you basically have priority over everyone. It doesn't mm -hmm. really matter, but you should also care for your fellow creators that are out there working because you're you're fucking up their shit. So right. if everyone only has three songs and you're with the artist and you got the whole show to shoot the same fucking angle, just chill somewhere else for at least the first three songs. Don't stand right behind them because it's Ray Sherman. It's Sway Lee and uh, what's his fucking name? Slim Jim. Slim Jimmy. So it's those two, not Slim Jimmy, Sway Lee, and Karen, the fucking <laughs> photographer, videographer chick. Yeah. Plus Jared and Johnny, who are running yeah, around, roaning the fuck out of it. And the worst thing, and this is also, there's this is a sidebar, stage etiquette, is also respect the fucking camera operators that are like shooting these shows at the festival because these guys were literally running all over the place with their Ronin, just trying to get these crazy shots. Like it's as if they only had 30 seconds to shoot. And we've been there. We've been there, We've but, been those people. but I'm saying these guys went another level. I never ran on top of a guy that's down on his knees getting it. Like these guys have been shooting all long, all day long. Right. Their job is to shoot the live stream that you see in the crowd. And this guy's sitting down here. He's got a cable guy that's pulling the cable. And this kid is running around, tripping up on that guy's cable, yanking the camera out of this guy's arm, tripping over that guy's leg. Like I watched it happen multiple times as if or, he and, didn't and remember know. Remember you guys got right in, they just like stood he, right in front yeah, of his camera? Run and get in front of other people. It's That's terrible. Come on, guys. Just, we, we also talked about the same type of topic and they, they're both intertwined because we talked about it with uh, Jake, how to operate in creative space. Totally. We talked a lot about how to like, because that's part of it. It's yeah. like someone's getting an angle and you're just like pulling up right in front of them. Right. Not like disregarding it. Yeah. But I do think it's part of the same conversation because like that conversation about respecting other people and respecting the, the, not only the fans, but the other people creating on stage is the same thing as wearing black because it's all about staying out of the way. It's all about knowing that it's not about you. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. And like, uh, 
these cops gotta like, get by here quick That's please drive cops. by quick cops <laughs> no i think well and another thing too it's like it's funny because it's like you uh people look at it like oh i'm on tour with this artist or i'm whatever and now you start having clout right right that's what i'm saying let me tell you this even when you have clout and they know who they're fans of you they'll still recognize you in all black if you're murdered out at a show that most and you have a laminate or something like in a camera most likely everyone can put two and two together and be like that's fucking blah 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 that's the guy that's with this person that's the chick that does this you don't need to have a fucking red ass like you know whatever shirt on you don't need to have like homie said he needed his Jordans so who did, yeah, the, the, yeah one of the guys I was talking shit who was like disagreeing was like nah I got my Jordans and nothing's ever happened to me I wear my Jordans it's like I, I, I wear my Air Jordans and I feel like nothing has ever gone wrong and com- or complaints because of it it's like bro just cause no one's complaining doesn't mean they ain't talking shit I, lo- I love the comment that was like um, like imagine the work you're not getting that shit was tight. Jason said, think about the work you're not getting. We don't complain, we just don't hire you. Cause it's like, cool, maybe maybe something's never happened to you and maybe you're, it's cool, but like, I'm telling you, like when when you pull up and there's like someone of importance or someone that's working the production, like that's a valuable connect for you and you're trying to go introduce yourself and you got your camera and you got your fucking Supreme belt on or whatever the fuck, like that's not, it doesn't matter who you are, that's not gonna be the good impression. No, I think. especially there's also, not even if you know who they are, it's the people that you don't know right. that, that could change you. your life, right. that are paying attention and you come pulling up on stage and you walk, sure you walk out with the artist and you get that shot, everyone does it, that's fine but then you're standing there and you're wearing a fucking Eagles jersey and it's white and or Cowboys jersey or whatever. I don't know all the sports shit, but like no, you're wearing a ridiculous jersey and you're posted up and you got big ass gym shorts on and your big shoes and you're just standing there with your Ronin and your camera and, and your it's iPhone. Got a, you have an LED light on top and it's running the whole time even though you're on stage with plenty of light and you have a fucking iPhone, you got your fucking flash on the whole time and you're just shooting and like that shit, like if I'm a person like all right, so here's a good example. It's like, say you go to Rolling Loud and you shoot at Rolling Loud, right, with some artists. Like easily, I shot with Q, right? I went and shot Q's show, whatever, left, and Rolling Loud followed me and all that shit. They could easily invite me back because they saw the content I made and probably didn't see me on stage. Like I never met the people there, but then they started finding my shit like, oh, this is tight. There's no reason why the per- there's people that are part of that company, a part of the brand of that festival that are paying attention to people that are making shit, right? So they could easily be like, oh, wow, blah, 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 this creator was really cool. We should bring them back next year and have them try to do something special for us and just fly them out, give them a bag, let them bring a team, do whatever. And then all of a sudden you could be curating the content for that. But if you come out looking like a goof and you're staying there and you're just, I mean, also it's another debate because most people are smart and on the move. Even if they're wearing some shit, it might not jeopardize your your possibility of like getting hired by other people or whatever but it's more so like people who come out and are lazy shooters and are just well i'm on i have i have stage access so i'm only staying on the stage and it's like if you just post up on stage and you just want to sit in the pit and just walk around in the or not in the pit just you stay on the sides of the stage you're in the back you like to walk by the dj you're cool with them you can walk in the stage it's like you're you're getting the same angle like find you, you go out and chase like every other aspect someone right. else is out shooting you even if they don't have the stage shots on the stage shots and they're getting better content than you facts you yeah I mean? we're gonna talk about that in another another we are. um yeah we want to hit photography tips pretty soon but i think that's next wednesday or something right yeah next wednesday um but i just i don't know i i was i i, I totally understand how everyone is upset that they think they disagree with what uh my girl said um rachel said uh, yeah i just 
it's it's also like this new wave and what Dave says so right is that we glorify these creators now like people be have their own fan bases like 10 years ago we we glorified the directors of certain projects we didn't really know who was shooting it wasn't like that unless right. you watched credits and you were a fucking nerd and you you could follow who the DP was or who this person was but like the well DP's got a lot of fame too but like you know what I mean like it wasn't really about all the extra camera operators and all the shit it was more so about the directors so it's like we're in a different time where you can get fans but there's also still an etiquette and I think that goes to say if you were at a actual play like let's all go back to high school or if you've been in New York and you've been on Broadway or whatever the fuck and you've seen a play you never see the stagehands. There's several stagehands. They move shit around all the fucking time. As soon as the lights start to fade, they're on the go and you don't even see them because the lights are fading and they're all blacked out. They're literally probably wearing ski masks and shit and they're on the move. They're moving things. Boom, 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 this, this, and that. You never see them. It happens so quick. Now, if you go and you're watching that same fucking play, I said this before we started recording, it's like, and the dude comes out wearing a Bulls jersey <laughs> and he's trying to move the couch right. for the fucking girl who's crying on stage, you know what I mean? But the couch has to leave because it's part of what's happening in the world. You get taken out of the world, you know what I mean? So when shows are happening, you have to figure out how to hide the best you can. You're for sure gonna stick out one way or another because you're trying to get creative shots from an angle that no one really gets access to. Right. That's hands down, it makes sense. But you can help the cause by just simply wearing all black shit, black jeans, black shoes, black shirt. It's easy. I think, do we even wear some shit over our face at Coachella? Uh, or we no. were gonna but we no, we wear, no, we wear long sleeves. We just wear long sleeve, black yeah. everything. I think, uh, I just think like the people that are like, the only people that are saying not that it's not like, that they don't need to wear. Let me start, let me start over. The only people that are saying that they don't need to wear black are the people who are kind of like, with this perspective that, oh, I don't need to because I'm XYZ, or I don't need to because I'm an artist too, and, and it's new age, and it's like, I feel like that's just the wrong way to go about everything. Yeah. Because it's like, that's not what it's about. You're gonna disrespect the people that are working on the production, you're gonna disrespect like the importance of the artists and the music and the experience of like why you're even there, you right. know what I mean? And I think like, just thinking like that is, is kind of a sign of like, just thinking the wrong way about a lot of things. And, and someone was talking about like, doing this on a real set, gets you kicked out. Being a tour videographer isn't a very strict job, but professionality means something to real pros, wear black. And then they kind of were arguing again. They're like, yeah, we are wearing black. I don't know what you're about. Maybe not on your Mickey Mouse gigs. I don't know what this response was about. Like they're responding to the kid. They're responding to him talking about, um, oh, I read it out of context. God damn it. Paul Bear. <laughs> He, the homie said it's new age and this is old mentality and thinking we're not key grips or production law artists and creatives are artists not palm bearers <laughs> what <laughs> I get I mean shot, Robert got roasted in this whole shit so I'm sorry that you got you, your ass handed to you in this but I, I hope that you understand and I hope everyone that thinks this way understands that you're just you're, you're you if you have a camera in your hand a you're a nerd all right there's there's like a small percentage of people that look fucking mad sexy and run cameras. Do you feel me? So your swag level is already down 30 points. Your swag level goes up when you have control and access and you are cool because you're on the set and you have access to the artist and you can bring people backstage if you want to do all that shit. But you wearing a red shirt versus a black shirt doesn't change anything having that power. Like you still have your whatever you want in your head that you think that you have uh, of power or whatever. It's like 
it, it does feel cool to be able to have access to shows and to be able to walk through places and just go through shit, especially coming from being a fan and then now being able to be a fan who can't go past his row because his ticket doesn't say a number on it to be able to just walk by people and literally hold up my laminate and they're like, oh, yep, you're good to go. And you're able to walk from the far fucking back to the nosebleeds all the way to the backstage and right on stage with the artist and, and see the show from every angle. That is an incredible feeling. But no one else gives a shit that that is there that you have that access right they they think it's cool they might there's some people that want to be like you someday or whatever that's dope but it's just about finding a smooth way to navigate around that you can still build your cult following you can people are going to see your work like the whole goal is to get yeah, you just shots. want your work to speak for itself yeah. i was like I, I don't i don't get it i just think we made fun of it a lot on tour because Khaled would always invite guests up and every guest came with their squad. Sometimes it wasn't even like a videographer. It was just a homie that came out with the phone running the entire time, just fil filming vertical shots just like this the whole time, standing right behind the artist. So whoever comes running out and everyone's hyped and it's just him plus his homie Jared. Right. You know what I mean? Nah, like it doesn't look cool on screen. It doesn't look cool, especially when there's mad people. So it's like being able to get in, find your perspective, plan your perspective, go get it. I understand we have to camp out for certain shots, but you shouldn't, if your shot involves you ruining like three minutes of someone's song, that shot ain't worth it. You know right. what I mean? I mean, I think we were in camera angles. I mean, especially you, we, we were in camera angles all the time on tour. Mm -hmm. I think it's like, I think this really comes down to like, it's just, you're in it and you're, you, you're in there for a purpose, right? But like, there's multiple conversations because you, if you're just standing in the shot all day, just like, standing there waiting like just gonna be there because i'm here and i'm with this artist yeah, you know you what I mean? someone sees you up there yeah it's like oh i get to be here it's like that's the wrong way to go about it because not only are you missing like 10 shots everywhere else but you're only getting one perspective right and you're not really doing your job you're right. kind of just there if you're wearing some other shit and you're just in the way you're just doing it because you want to be seen as mm -hmm. opposed to being there to do your job you right. know what i mean yeah on our tour and on q's tour it was like how can i go if i have to go across this stage what am i going across the stage for and how do I make it the most effective move I can possibly do? Like there was even an option where Q would always start the show and he had his mic out on a mic stand and he would come through, shit, my thing ain't on. And he would, uh, he would come out, grab the mic, start bouncing around. And I had a plan that involved me eliminating a stagehands job where I would come out, grab the mic stand and move it back so then I could shoot a nice shot from behind him. And the mic stand's now gone. I've cleared it for that dude that's let, now there's not, no need for two people to be on stage. Right. And I just eliminated that process. I got a fire shot and it worked for the videos. But like for B and J's tour, it was like, all right, cool. We might need to swoop through here once, but we weren't doing that exact same maneuver every show. So every show we're always there, we're like, let's go here and fucking cop block that camera 10 for like one show and then give him a break. You know what I mean? And we'll go over here and we'll cock block camera fours and give her, you know, some, right. something to be annoyed about. And then yeah. we go over and get these shots. You know what I mean? But it was always like strategic in a way that if we were there, it was momentarily and there's a and we got you got something out of it mm -hmm. like there's like the, the artist was happy with the content you were getting so it made sense right it's not like you know what i mean right but also even like i like what you said about kind of doubling per, uh like purposes you going out and getting the mic stand because like let's even for uh the b and j tour like that first shot where they walked out from the screen they like their reveal yeah there was a steady cam that would wrap around them so they're cock blocking the the that's just funny they're they're uh you know blocking the view of the the crowd anyways so like Andrew or whoever or Robin sometimes would dip right behind the steady cam so they could get that frontal shot since the steady cam's already blocking the shot too. So they're like, that's their opportunity to get right in front of everyone, mm -hmm. get that shot and get out versus trying to do it on their own, which you did actually one time with Pharrell. 
Well, and I did that same route that they did too. Because right. the beauty of it was that that camera's on, right? So in the big monitors that 100,000 people are looking at, you're seeing this wraparound shot and you're not seeing, like you're not looking I on could, stage. I could do there. the wrap at another point in the show when it's just like the camera from front of house that's shooting. And all I would be doing is just doing a full 360 around the talent in the middle of the video that's on them. But then we found a creative way to do that same shot without having to fuck it up because we could go in the actual camera that was shooting the show was on them and make our move. Yeah, right? that actually reminds me because that was a big part of my strategy too. Like uh, watching the show would be like, and this is on this is a tour tip, I guess. But like if if you know, because once you do a couple shows, you know what the cut's gonna look like. Like the director's gonna cut away at this moment, mm -hmm. which means you're free. You're free. And so there was even that moment where they had the hallway of girls and they walked out to B. And I knew at that point they were filming like the freestylers up top. Right, right, right. So I could get, I could go right behind that tunnel and not and, fuck up and anything. not fuck. And no one would see me, and I right. dip out right before they cut the shot. Yep. And like those type of things are ways that you can get on stage and get in the way but also respect the production and respect like what's going on. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I don't think, yeah. And obviously smaller shows, there's not like, if you're in smaller venues, like 3000, 4000, there's not really even led, like right. there's not camera operators for that type of shit. But in the case that you start shooting bigger shows, these may happen more often. And I think a lot of people don't even recognize that they are on camera. Some, some creators might, or whatever you want to call them, might not even realize like that girl, that might've been our first show. And she's just like, fuck it. I'm going out. There. This is dope. I got all stage access. I'm going to go in the right middle. Yeah. I'm going to go in the middle and film it, everything. And she might not realize that she's on stage, but the problem is, is when they do realize and they're still, they're cool with it. They're cool with, Oh, I look so cool. I got to buy a Gucci bag next time I wear it out there. I got to get a Supreme fucking uh, throw over the top or yeah. whatever, like have a red can you know, camera body cover and shit like that just makes you stick out even more. It's like, yeah, that's funny because the, the the Leah, you know the girl we were gonna interview. Yeah. She, I think she has a red cover on her at One DX. Totally, not saying it's bad, but if she, no, no, as no, long as she can stay hidden. But I mean, like if you're gonna camp out and you have all of these things that right. make you very like in the fucking way of right. everything, like that's just the problem. I think yeah, it's like, and imagine like the the your peers. I feel like the the opinion of your peers to you matters also. You know what I mean? Like you want to be respected as an artist as well and if there are other artists in, in your lane and you're kind of like all you their whole night they're having to deal with you in their shots or you're just like a sore thumb and they're trying to get up around their way and you're not respecting them like that word gets around too and that's i think that's also important because right. it's like imagine if it's kevin mazer and he's trying to take a photo and you're just like in the shot and he's right. literally paid by the ap to come out here and right and take the photo and he can't get a shot without you in it like and he'll remember he'll that he'll remember that forever right. and he'll see your face and he knows right. everyone you know right. what I mean? which i i remember first time he came to show and it was like oh who's this dude because we didn't really allow outside creators or whatever and i was like oh shit blah 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 this is who he is so i learned who it was and i could have easily been like don't care i'm the person whatever in his way it doesn't matter but i'm always like oh hey yo especially with someone new it's like yo get your shot i don't give a fuck i shoot this every yeah, night yeah let me back up yeah, let me you know from your way yeah and yeah. then uh but if I was disrespectful, then the several times where I've ran into him at other events that had nothing to do with Beyonce and he's there, we recognize each other. And it's like, oh, yo, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. And we stay in touch like that. You know what right. I mean? You never know where that goes. If that, That's a bridge, though. Yeah. So you never know where it goes. But if I disrespect him, this dude does that for a living. He'll remember those that disrespect him. You know what 100%. I mean? Most of the time, he doesn't have to worry about it because those people are in and out. Like they get into the culture and they're out of the culture immediately because they're not good at what they're doing because they're being ridiculous like that and being disrespectful to other photographers, videographers, whatever. But um, I think I another thing to the, too. Okay. So no, yeah. Well, I mean, we're at 30, but. Okay. Another thing too, just real quick, like I've, you gotta, you gotta think about it like a uniform. You know what I mean? Like if LeBron James shows up to a game and starts doing his warmups and 
and J's and, and jeans and a, and a sweater. Like he could do that, but right. everyone would be like, what the fuck? You right. know what I mean? And I feel like if you pull up and you're trying to get past security, security is already hard enough. Mm. And if you're not, you don't look like you are working here, you, right. you know what I mean? Then right. you're going to have trouble, I feel like. Right. Wear, just, you can wear the tour merch. You can wear whatever. It can have some stuff on it, but like when it has some like reflective graphic or, or anything that sticks out, like black, you can have some white shit on it. It's fine. But if it's all bright clothing that just doesn't work but yeah if you come in it's just just know that that's pretty much across the board in all aspects of performance all aspects of performance that's what you're supposed to wear that's what you're supposed to wear so that you look like you're hitting behind whatever the fucking important person that drew the crowd is there to do you know what i mean like that's the whole goal um but i wanted to make sure we got to the question of the yeah, day i'll read it um so we have the question of the day. We're going to get to it in a second. That's asked by our Patreon members. They get to ask a question of the day every Wednesday. And then we also have um, a review that we're going to read and send stickers to the person that leaves the firest review on iTunes. Um, so we'll get to that in a second. Uh, you have the question of the day? Yeah, I'll read it. All right, cool. So I am William. TM says, uh, what's the biggest mistake you've made and how did you bounce back? And then he shared a story about um, basically he, um, accidentally deleted fo- deleted footage before dumping and a client, you know, uh, kind of put him on blast and he was feeling really bad about it. So he wanted to know like if we've had similar experiences. Hmm. Damn. That's a good question. Um, yeah, that always sucks when you lose some footage. Um, always dump him back up first and foremost. But I think he went on to say even more than that, that he like even gave her the money back and she still roasted his ass on like Yelp and shit or whatever the fuck he was. Yeah, I think it just it just hurt. It hurt his confidence a lot. And he's he's probably down because the client really like like publicly put him on blast, which probably he thinks that, you know, it's going to hurt his his ability to get other clients. And and, you know, how like I think it's more about how you bounce back from that. Right. I think one of my biggest mistakes was early on. I remember doing a video for a client and I wasn't taking like video wasn't my primary goal, right? At the time, like I was just doing it to pay my visa bill. (laughs) I was literally just doing it to pay all my bills. And I would just be like, oh shit, I owe $700 this month. I need to go work. Like I'll just go do a video. I remember doing a client's video and it was like a project that was like several elements. It wasn't complicated, but I just let it take a long time. Like I would hop in to do it, but then I get distracted and I would let that go on for days. And then days, days turned to weeks. And I remember like, I would always be like, hey, you know, they'd email me, hey, any update? And like the fact that they had asked me for updates was like the, it it made me feel guilty, but I was already in such a weird block where I wasn't like caring about it that I was just like, yeah, yeah, I'm getting into it. I'll get to it tomorrow. And moral of the story is I let it go so long and it was such a ridiculous turnaround rate. It made no sense like why I would let them go through that. But I remember like even them telling, telling me like, hey, like, we understand you're young and you're just getting started with this, but just a note, I think that they have said this, like it was just a note, um, like letting the project go this long isn't that cool for someone that's paying for a project. And it just woke me up where I'm like, damn, yeah, this is your money. Like as soon as I get on the other end, I'm like, hey, let's let's make this, let's do this. And I tell someone and they start working on it, immediately I wanna see the result. You know what I mean? So imagine paying a shit ton of money for something and you hire someone that's a professional to do something and then you just wait forever and you just don't give them the files. Like my sister's wedding. <laughs> I hired a homie to shoot that shit and they've been asking me to edit that thing forever and I just haven't had time. So it's just sitting on my computer. I could literally, I should hire someone to do it for me. But like, they want to see that shit. Right. Imagine and it's just, just it's it's an exchange of goods. It's a it's a purchase, right? Yeah. So like imagine if you go to the restaurant and the, the your food comes out 3 hours later. It's the worst. You know what I mean? Like you're going to 
you're gonna write be reviews and you're yeah. gonna raise hell because it's like where's my food right. you expect it because I gave I came here and I'm giving you money to give me my food you know right. it's the same thing I think the way I bounced back was to know that I shouldn't take on projects unless I have the time to do it because I'm pretty sure that was what was the problem was I was so focused on other shit I could care less about that one um, and I think the money was like whatever so it wasn't like enough to like care but uh, the moral of the story is like I take jobs and I make sure I can hit the turnarounds like I, I, my, I pride myself on how fast I turn around things now like that's my one of my favorite things and one of the things that got me many jobs in this industry so far in my career. So that's how I bounce back. But that's a great question. Um, so if you guys want to ask a question of the day, you can do it by joining the goddamn homie tier. It's our top tier with the most exclusive perks in our Patreon page, uh, including getting the how to charge a client guide that we offer um, for $25 on our store, or you can just get it when you become a goddamn homie, um, plus Discord access and uh, live stream access and all that stuff. So if you want to do that, join us. Uh, what's the website? Patreon.com slash Black Window Cream. I couldn't fucking think of it. And then also, we want to shout out everyone that leaves reviews for us on iTunes. Um, we realized that we weren't really pushing for that. I started pushing for that at the beginning of the podcast when I first started it, but uh, we haven't lately, and I feel like it's probably a good thing to do just so we can get some people suggesting to new creators who step on this on accident. Um, hopefully, you guys can, can, can encourage them that this podcast has value so shout out to fire hydro for leaving a great five-star review um he says straight knowledge save yourself time and money by listening he says i've been listening to the podcast for around two years now and it has grown to be something amazing ben and dave are constantly dishing out knowledge and tips about working in the creative environment and cover every topic you could ever think of the amount of time and money i've saved just gathering ideas and information and applying it to my everyday life is great they even have a patreon page yes we do uh with all kinds of sweet perks and they allow their community to support them keep killing it and keep creating fucking shout out to you fire hydro if you hear this please dm us on instagram we will send you some exclusive black with no cream stickers like this one that i put in the black back of my brand new iphone 11 pro <laughs> can't remember don't what even the know fuck. the own iphone don't even know what the iphone is uh but yeah we'll send you guys some stickers uh, we're gonna start sending them out in the mail tomorrow so you can do that by going to itunes and just dropping us a review if you don't know how to leave a review you can dm us and i'll literally send you a tutorial on how to do it I don't have one made, but but I will make one if, it, if you're really down to do it for us because we, we like those reviews. All right, cool. Uh, this is a good morning, Russ. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll do this every Wednesday. Next Wednesday, I think we'll be talking about... Do we know the title of it? Uh, we'll do four tips for concert photographers. So we'll just piggyback. We'll, we'll keep going on this because I feel like we, we there's a lot more things to talk about. Definitely. But more so about tips on creative. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. See you guys next... Uh, see you this Sunday. Danilo is this Sunday. Mm -hmm. Damn, I don't know why. I was just staring at my iTunes page. Uh, Danilo, chain smokers photographer. He shoots for um, Zed as well as the Florida Georgia line and uh, his story coming up in the festival circuit. He knows probably a few things or two about people that pull up and cock block shots but not wearing all black. Oh, and if you haven't uh, shopped yet and you guys need some show blacks, we have a lot of black material on the Black Window Cream web store. So shop BWNC.com. You can go cop something and uh, stay a little less obnoxious on stage. All right, cool. See you guys.